welcome to MFC Worldwide, the weekly radio broadcast originating from MFC Ministries in Morgantown, West Virginia, USA, and featuring Apostle Joe Perosic and Pastor Rena Perosic. Join us now as we look into God's Word and learn how it still applies to our lives today. You can be set free. You can be healed. You can be blessed. You can be born again, all through placing your faith and trust in Jesus Christ. And now for today's message from MFC Ministries on this edition of MFC Worldwide. He said, if it, if it be thy will, or Jesus said, it is my will, behold. You learn the will of God that God wants people healed. So you go pray when you're later in your life, when you get to go pray for the sick, it will be settled in your spirit that God wants everybody well. And you'll be able to pray for them with that kind of faith. Because why? Because you were with Jesus and you watched it. That's why it's important. I, I, was, I was thinking earlier today. Um, I'm don't. I says this is just talking. You know how generations compare things. Like we were singing old songs, so I start thinking old thoughts. <laughs> you know what I mean? Happens, and I was thinking how immediately we conformed our life, and our kids went to church with us from a very young age, every Sunday and three times a week. And it was, we just went there, and whatever was getting dished, the the meal was. We got out our fork and spoon and started eating. It really didn't matter. We, we, we never missed anything for, for years. And all of that now I know was the seeding time. And God used different carrots. Sometimes my motives weren't good, but God, do you know God appeals to your bad motives and that's what he, when he wants you to change sometimes? Let's say you like something and you think you like it because you want it, but he throws out that same carrot to pull you in to show you that your motive was wrong. Did you know he'll do that? You know he'll do that? He'll pull you out with what you want so he can get you out of the pack and pull you in. But anyway, so all that impartation all those years, I'm talking about really being a fruitful Christian, not a tender. A fruitful Christian implements what they learn and they use it and they grow in it and they flourish in it how are you going to tell somebody to tithe if you don't now think about it if you lead somebody to the Lord and then how are you going to get them baptized in the Holy Ghost if you don't believe it yourself or if you don't pray in tongues yourself you just let the gift lay down in here dormant like the healing gift and whatever God gave you. How are you going to impart it to anybody if you're not using it? Because that's what brings it out. And active. We're talking about really becoming a disciple, not a believer. Believers are good, but disciples are, there's another level. The devil believes in God, but he doesn't obey God. So believing is good, but there's another level. And when you begin to obey, your character's revealed, your commitment's revealed, everything about you is revealed when you begin to try to obey the Word of God. You see what you're not doing. And I believe this with my whole heart because God did it for me. So much cleaning will go on privately so everybody doesn't know what you're doing wrong. 
And he's done that for me. He has cleaned me up in my prayer time or sitting in my house. Uh, and the only time it started to go public was like when I was a holdout. <laughs> And I was holding on to what I didn't want to change. And then I noticed it started to leak out around the door. You know what I'm talking about? Nobody knows. You've never been under that much conviction? Well, I have. <laughs> I'm telling you the truth. I have. And it starts leaking out. And other people start noticing. And you realize, uh-oh, this isn't going to work. And so you, you just kind of start going with God and let God clean you up. Uh, because he'll clean you up privately. God is very gracious. Um, then he watched. I'm just going to give you. The, the book is full. But go to Matthew 8, 5, 5 through 13. And he said, you know, this is the centurion soldier. What I thought was so interesting is he showed here that the gospel is for everybody. Now, these, these little stories, I get lots out of them. This guy, he says, a Roman soldier comes to him and says, my servant is sick, lies at home sick, and he's grievously tormented. And Jesus said, I will come heal him. The centurion said, Lord, I'm not worthy to come. Under. In other words, this guy felt unworthy. Did you notice when, when you really start getting around God, like Peter said, I'm a sinful man? The, if, that's a good sign that you're sensitive to God. A lot of people don't even get convicted anymore. They don't even know they're sinful. Isaiah said, I'm a man of unclean lips. You know, there's, a, there's something happens when God reveals himself to you and you see what you're not. Yes. Um, I've been watching more videos on people that well, went to hell or were going there. And uh, they said, when you get in his presence... You absolutely know you are absolutely wrong and a sinner. And they, the one guy said, he said, it is so contrary to your head because you're thinking when you see who you are, you deserve absolutely nothing. And he's nice to you. And you have this weird feeling that you feel terrible about yourself because you know he's treating you a whole lot nicer than you deserve that you don't even deserve to be there. The conviction of uh, the conviction of that. The war that goes on. Even when Jesus has your arm and he's taken you from hell to heaven to show you you have this weird feeling that you, you are not worthy to go there. That's how drastic it is. And that's how you can tell you're having an experience with God. If you're in the deserving realm, you're probably a long ways away emotionally from God but if you're in the man I shouldn't have any of this you're, you're, you're in there where the goodness of God is you don't deserve anything he's giving it to you because he loves you so they see here that Jesus deals with a man who has authority a civil authority he's not quote one of the crew but Jesus is marvels at his faith and heals him now, see, I don't know how you look at Bible stories, but that is a war story for me. Like, I use that in my future, that God's available to everybody. And it did something to my theology that I can preach to people I don't like. I can preach to people of a different color. I can preach to different races. I can preach to different levels of prosperity. 
You can preach from people under the bridge to the palace because you got it down. This builds your theology that gospel is for everyone. And you don't worry about if they smell or they're dirty. You don't have to like it, but you don't worry about it. You do what you're supposed to do anyway because your, your mind is renewed. Now, you've got to get that. Fortunately, we can get it by reading, but it's really good to see it by experience, too. It's, that's why the missions field is so important that changes people's lives. And I'm really looking forward to all of us going somewhere. We're starting to get places to go on our own. I don't know why God waited that long, but he did. And I got to trust that that's it's the right time. But when you go places, you really learn that the world's full of people. And you're not the only one, you know. So these changes are undergoing. You say, oh, all this is important because uh, this builds your theology. You find your way by following. Most people that don't know what God wants them to do, they just don't follow. They're just there. You're, you find your purpose by following someone else. Now, that, doesn't, that goes against society like you wouldn't believe. But you find your purpose by becoming a follower. And if you're not a follower, you never change because that's where all the changes take place. It's a very important stage because they, they all heard all the teachings and they saw the demonstrations. Uh, but now, you know, becoming a follower means you're becoming a disciple. You're moving past being a believer into becoming a disciple. And see, if there's any rebellion in you, you won't become a disciple until you deal with your rebellion. This is a crucial stage. This is when everybody has been a Christian long enough that they think they know everything, but they haven't got a clue what they don't know. And there are a lot of mistakes are made right there. They, may, they have a measure of success and they start thinking they know, but they don't understand. Just like Jesus said, have you been, can you be baptized with what I've been baptized with? And they, they thought they could, but, but they, when it came, came. That's why when you're unsifted, like Peter was unsifted, he was confident. I'm telling you right now in the name of Jesus, if you've been sifted, the only confidence you got's in God. Because you saw who you are and you don't trust yourself no more. And I'm not joking. <laughs> you don't trust yourself. You know what you are without God and you trust Him to keep you and you start saying things like, to Him who is able to keep me from falling. You have a total focus switch from what you can do to what God can do to keep you safe. Because remember, narrow is the way. You only got in by His grace how can you take back over if you didn't get in by His grace? How can you stay without His grace? There's a, there's a line there when you become like the prodigal and you think that, well, I can go manage my own self. I can take care of this. And you take your wealth and you go. And, you know, your life gradually deteriorates over time because it invokes a curse. Now, the only one that challenged Jesus motives. This is interesting to me. I saw this in scripture yesterday. Was Judas. He's the only one that said, why are you letting these people do this with their, why are you letting this woman do this with this perfume? We could sell it. His hunger for money 
altered his motives and he became accusational against his leader. He's the only one that accused Jesus' character of being evil of the, of the 12 was Judas. Now the other scratched her head a lot and said, we don't understand, explain this parable to us. Uh, you know, we, we don't know. But the, what, isn't it interesting? The love of money came with accusation against the leader. Thank you for listening to this edition of MFC Worldwide. We pray that this anointed message has been a blessing to your life. In the book of John, chapter 14 and verse 6, God's Word says that Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life, and that no one comes unto God the Father in any other manner than through accepting, believing, and confessing that the shed blood of Jesus has cleansed them of their sins and that He truly is the risen Savior and Lord of their life. For more information on the gospel message of Jesus Christ, you can visit our website at mfcministries.net. Here is where you can find MFC Ministries services with Apostle Joe Perosic and Pastorina Perosic. Our service times are Sunday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time and Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern. On our website, you can also view archived messages and you can listen to audio of past radio shows and sermons. You can also view our television show, Believe Right, by visiting believeright.tv. Don't forget, you can email your prayer requests or questions that you might have for Apostle Joe or Pastorina to media at mfcministries.net. That email address, once again, is media at mfcministries.net. And join us again next week here on this station at this time for another message from God's Word with Apostle Joe Perosic and MFC Ministries on MFC Worldwide.